welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is journal entry number 10 and part of our multifamily brief series. Hey, this is Brian Briscoe from Four Oaks Capital. Today, the question that I would like to answer is, how much should I pay for that apartment building? So when you talk about commercial real estate and valuations, I think most people are familiar with what's called the income approach, which involves taking the net operating income and dividing it by a number called the cap rate. This is the most common method of determining property value, but it has its limitations, and it's not always the best method for determining how much a property is worth. In today's episode, I'll briefly cover some of the other ways to arrive at value. In practice, most commercial real estate appraisals will use two or more of these methods before arriving at a determination of value. And as buyers and sellers of apartments, it's a good idea to understand these approaches. Let's start by talking a little bit more about the income approach. You know, as mentioned, this method uses the property's income as the basis for its value. To really understand how this works, when you're buying an income-producing property, Think of it at not as not paying for the bricks and mortar, but think of it as paying for an income stream. So the higher the income, the higher the value or the purchase price of the asset. In the case of the income method, there's what's called a capitalization rate that's used to get at value. And this capitalization rate or cap rate will vary based on the property type, the asset class, and the location. Then you take the net operating income, you divide it by the cap rate, and you get the property's value. Want to know more? Well, I'll devote a whole episode, or maybe two or three, to the income method. There's also the sales comparison approach. Much like single family, an apartment building's value depends on the recently sold comparables in the area. Now, many brokers that we deal with will often refer to price per door when discussing value. And this is a reflection of this approach. For example, if a similar property to the one you're looking at recently sold at $75,000 per door, you should expect to pay somewhere near 75000 per door for the one you're looking at. In this approach, the price per door is adjusted up or down based on features, square footage, and amenities. So a nicer apartment with more amenities up the street could have sold for as much as 85000 per door, and a property that's not so nice in a different direction, maybe $60,000, $65,000 per door. Next, we'll talk about the cost approach. The cost approach is, in my opinion, probably the simplest and easiest one to understand. Now, for example, if it costs $2 million to build an apartment building and the land underneath it is worth $500,000, the cost approach would say the property is worth $2.5 million, which is $2 million for the apartment building plus $500,000 for the land underneath it. Now, this method is used frequently in new construction and unique properties. And your insurance agent will also use something similar to this, which is the replacement cost, in determining your annual premiums, too. Next one we're going to talk about is the gross rent multiplier method. Like the income approach, this is based on the total rents at a property. For each market, property type, and asset class, there's a gross rent multiplier that can be used to determine the value. You take the total rents, you apply the gross rent multiplier, and you have a price. Now finally, for the sake of this episode, we'll talk about the discounted cash flow approach. This is a method that uses a projected value of a property at a future time and then determines how much the property is worth now based on that future value. For example, if you're looking at a property that's a value add, 
and you know it's going to be worth, say, $5 million in two years after it's cleaned up, renovated, and operating efficiently, you can use that information to determine how much to pay today for a future value of $5 million. Now, some companies that seemingly overpay for a property using the current income method may have used something similar to this discounted cash flow approach and decided that the property is worth more now than its current income may indicate. So how much is that apartment building worth? Well, there's much more to it than just take the NOI and divide by a cap rate. Now, in a free market, the definition of what a property is worth is the dollar amount at which a willing buyer and a willing seller agree to conduct a transaction. Now, that assumes that neither one is, has any compulsion to sell and both have a reasonable knowledge of all of the relevant facts. And that's it for today. You know, we, we talked a little bit about you know, how much should we pay for an apartment building or how much is that apartment building worth. Uh, in future episodes, we are going to get into detail about cap rates, about NOI, and a little bit more about the income approach because it is the most common method. And that's our show for today. And we hope to see you on Wednesday when we release another Ask the Ex- Expert episode. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.